You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Sports fans, don't be sad that the NFL season is rapidly coming to a close because we still have the NBA, MLB, WNBA, and the XFL coming this spring. And Epson just hooked me up with this new Epic Vision Ultra LS800 laser projector, including their optional 120-inch silver flex screen. If you're out there looking for a new 75-inch or 85-inch TV, don't do that. You have no idea what you're missing. Imagine having an Epic 120-inch mega screen in your home. It's like having four 60-inch TVs mounted on your wall. Introducing the new Epson Epic Vision Ultra LS800 projector. This new type of television experience uses Epson's amazing three-chip, three-LCD laser projection technology to produce an immersive, super-bright 4K Pro UHD picture. And with a 120-inch picture, this is truly epic. You see all the action. Trust me, unless you're there live, this is the next best thing. Go big, go epic. Go to epson.com forward slash wake up to learn more about the Epic Vision Ultra LS800 laser projector. Again, that's epson.com forward slash wake up. And like Epson says, bring the sports book experience home. Yo, what's going on, everybody? It's another episode of Off The Line Fantasy Football Podcast, episode 62. We got a special one today. One of our favorite ones during the offseason, for sure, is we get to talk about free agency signings that are happening, doing it in real time, you know, just talking about where people are getting picked up and, you know, how we feel about it in terms of a fantasy perspective. But as always, this episode, I'm joined with my other host of the show, Ike. How are you doing? Let's get it, man. How are you feeling today? Good. Feeling great, man. Uh, it's the official start of the league year officially. So, um, you know, we've obviously seen a lot of deals come, you know, come down the pipeline. Um, a lot of deals, a lot of releases, some trades. We got it all. So, you know, the offseason is, is is off and running. So I'm just excited to co- go ahead and get, you know, get, get cracking and dive into it. Before we get into it, just real quick, I want to shout out my brother, my big little brother that just got signed to the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. He got he got that that second he made it to the second deal man that's that money, was money, money 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 <laughs> he made it there so you know congrats to him playing with the with the defending champs and you know hopefully he slide me some information what's going on in that Chiefs locker room so and get us and get us some tickets to some Chiefs games <laughs> yeah that's true hopefully not in the cold though not so, in the cold not in the cold my brother in law he was like man welcome to welcome to the kingdom man now you're a Chiefs fan no more <laughs> Cowboys I was like man Chiefs I don't know kingdom. about that one. <laughs> I don't know about that one, but we we, we uh we're gonna salute them a little bit more than than we, than we're used to for Show sure. Show them a little more love. Show them a little yeah, more man. love. But yeah, let's get right into it. Of course, we gotta start off with talking about the quarterbacks. <sighs> let's see which one I want to talk about first. Derek Carr. I mean, this is something that I told you before. I think when we recorded during the combine, I told you this. This is where I felt like he was gonna go. Yep. He did the little dance with everybody. Of course, it was smart, but ultimately he. He felt the most comfortable with New, uh, with New Orleans. Still got the no trade clause within the the deal he got with them too. I don't know how he finessed that, but you know he gets the four year deal, pretty much protected the first three years of a lot of guaranteed money. So, how do you feel about this fit for for the Saints and for Derek Carr? Well, I mean by default, he's the best quarterback in the division, right? I mean Brady retired. 
Um, you know, Carolina, they haven't had a quarterback in years. Um, Atlanta, they're still trying to figure out their quarterback situation. They don't have anybody worth a damn currently. Um, so, yeah, I mean, they he's the best quarterback in that division. So it looks like right now the Saints should be the favorites coming out of the NFC West. I'm sorry, the NFC South. Yeah. Um, I mean, he has – I mean, he has – all right, Michael, okay, Michael, Michael Thomas just resigned. They just, re, I think they they just redid his deal, so yep. uh, he has a number one guy to, to to throw to, provided he stays healthy. Chris Olave had a had a pretty damn good rookie season. He's coming into yep. year two. Derek Hart, you know, when he does throw the ball down the field, he is pretty accurate, and Chris Olave can go down there and get it. So that's that's he has two two pretty pretty good wide receivers to throw to, and then we'll have to see what happens with Alvin Kamara uh, in that in that uh you know, the, the situation back in, you know, when he, when they beat up that, that person in Vegas and he got indicted and whatnot. So we'll have to see if, if the NFL hands down any kind of punishment. So, uh, but outside of that, I mean, the saints there and plus they got, they, they, they have another speedster Rashid Shahid. Mm-hmm. He's pretty decent. You know, he's a, he's yep. a pretty good receiver. So yeah, I, I kind of like the weapons a little bit in, in, in new Orleans. Yeah, and then there's a, I mean, there's a couple of signings they've also made or in a re-signing, but we'll get to those once we get to those those uh, skill positions. But he is he set up pretty good there for sure. The next quarterback, Geno Smith, we saw him. He get he gets a a new extension with Seattle. Um, I mean, it's a three year deal, but it's, it's pretty much foolery after the first year. So this is something where it looks like, yeah, hey, money. you're gonna start. Yep, you're gonna start this year. We're probably gonna draft a quarterback. You know, you kind of mentor him, show him, show him how we how how uh, how it goes down in the NFL, and then you know, peace out. Thank you for your services. <laughs> Thank you for uh, your think, services. You said. I think that's what it looks like. But what do you think in terms of fantasy wise? You know how this looks. They get to run it back with. I mean, they got all the weapons back. Like nobody's nobody's left. I'm not sure about the tight end room because you know they got a bunch of tight ends that they use. I'm not sure what Noah Fan if he if they what picked up his fifth year option or, or what, but uh, what do you think about Gino in, in Seattle? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's still, you know, they, he still has Metcalf. He still has Tyler Lockett and Kenneth Walker in the backfield. So it's, it, it's, it's a good, it's a good situation for, for Gino and, you know, C- Seattle, they're, they're essentially protecting themselves in this, in this deal. It's a one year deal, basically one year deal. And, and then the, the other, the other two, two years is, is, uh, is funny money on the back end. And, some reports suggest that they are not out of the you know they're not out of the running of pay, taking a quarterback in the first round because I think they have multiple first round picks as well mm-hmm. from the Russell yep. Wilson trade and then I think Jamal Adams trade. Uh, so yeah, they have they have some first they have some first rounders to, to to play with and maybe they can package them up and move up to get a quarterback or there's a lot of possibilities that Seattle has. So yeah, quarterback is not is is don't rule it out. Don't rule it out. Don't rule it out. I know fantasy wise for people, especially in dynasty leagues, they're probably looking at this deal and they're like, "Oh yeah, he's protected." You know, I I, I got I got more years under uh, and having a, a starting quarterback. But if it's me, I'm looking to move him. You got the protection for this year, but after that, you don't. I mean, he's 33, going on 33. Clearly, like we said, this is funny money after the first year. He's not guaranteed any, pretty much nothing after after this year. So. This would definitely be somebody that I would be looking to move uh, in my dynasty leagues for sure, uh, especially if you're not if you're not ready to contend now. Then I'll be looking to try to get probably hopefully a first, but you're probably more than likely get a second or third just just because of the cachet of the name. But um, I would be looking to move him for sure. Well, let's let's go ahead and get this guy out of the way. So today today it came out that Aaron Rodgers wants to play for the Jets. Uh, I obviously I was wrong about that. I didn't think he was going to go to the Jets. I thought all the rumors surrounding Aaron Rodgers was BS. That was actually yep. BS. He was actually wanting to play for the Jets, much to my surprise. So, yep. your thoughts on that situation? Because right now, it from what Aaron Rodgers said on the McAfee show earlier today, it, it seems like the ball is in. I mean, it's it's not Aaron Rodgers holding things up, right? It's it's basically Green Bay holding things up, and they've already, you know. The the you know they've they I think they've already agreed to like most of the parameters for a trade, just whether or not Green Bay wants to pull the trigger or whatever the case is. So I think the Jets currently are being held hostage, and um, they may you know, you know they'll, they'll they're waiting. Green Bay is essentially waiting for the Jets to cave to their price, 
And I don't know if there's a – it could be a situation where the Jets don't want to pay up, you know, whatever whatever the compensation is, and you'll have to fit that contract on there. And there's all these possibilities because Aaron Rodgers is – I think he's 40 or 39 or 40, and you're basically paying a lot of money for one year because you don't know if he's going to retire next year, right? So it's a lot of risk to take on. But I did see a report that said that he that that the that Green Bay is not really asking for a first round pick. I think really, that, yeah. They they say they're not really asking for anything like ridiculously high like that um, because they're already taking on that that massive contract. So um, yeah, I don't know. So what are your what are your thoughts on this this whole Rogers uh, situation? Um, I'm, I'm, know, I'm just yeah. glad that we at least have some traction and we're on the way to get it. You know, <laughs> to, to get this uh, put to bed. <laughs> you can Lord see knows on, I'm tired. Uh, yeah, I'm tired. I mean, as you can see, I got on the whiteboard. I said, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers sucks, cap or no cap. I'm, <laughs> I'm over this whole I'm over this whole saga, man, for sure. But like you said, I, I am glad that it's finally something's finally moving after he's kind of held the whole country under hostage about it's going to happen soon. You know, we're coming to a decision soon, blah, blah, blah. And it's funny that you said the reports that you've seen, they're not even asking for, for, uh, for a first. I saw a report earlier today that they were asking for two firsts. Oh, uh, for Aaron Rodgers? Yeah. And I thought that was pretty uh, – I thought the Packers were really trying to, you know, take it to the Jets with that one. Um, but they probably saw that the Russell Wilson deal, and they're like, yeah, we need something something like that. But, I mean, I digress. But I'm just, I'm just glad that we're finally – you know, getting something. Hopefully they can finally solve this and get this situated or whatnot. But fantasy wise, I mean, this is an upgrade for for you know Garrett Wilson. You saw what he did with the eight quarterbacks he played with last year. You saw they brought in one of his buddies, Lazard. Uh, I'm not sure what that's gonna look like fantasy wise for him there. You see that they're they're talking to Mercedes Lewis, they're talking to the Cobb, they're talking to Bakiari. So he looked like he's trying to bring a band of folks with him. If he's yeah. gonna commit there, so but I think yeah. fantasy wise, this looks good for for Garrett Wilson. I don't know about for for Elijah Mitchell. I mean Elijah Elijah Moore, since he looked like he's bringing some of his weapons with him. So we'll we'll, we'll, we'll get to that situation in a second. But I'm reading now. I'm reading from Tom Pelissero about eight hours ago. It said Green Bay isn't looking for multiple first round picks like other QBs okay. um, have commanded in recent years. So the talks are ongoing. So okay, that, so they just, just want to remember their So what? I said they just want them off their books, and then they just want to like, be done with it. Yeah. Um, but regarding the, the the weapons in 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 New York, yeah, it does. It, it's an upgrade for for sure for Garrett Wilson. Um, I don't. I still don't understand the allure for Alan Lazard and why Aaron Rodgers wants him there, and why the Jets, you know, spent you know forty four million over four years. That that again, like we talked about it on the free agency on the free agency preview. It, it, the, the thought of paying Alan Lazard $11 million a year is just, it's just gross, right? It's mm. just gross. <laughs> um, but, hey, I mean, that, that's what they want to do. If that's what they need, they feel like they need. Um, that for sure means it, at least this signing signals that Corey Davis is probably on the way out. Denzel yep. Mims for sure is available via trade. And I think Elijah Moore should be on the trade block. They should be they yep. should, like teams across the league should be making calls for Elijah Moore <laughs> like to like today, like yesterday. They should be making calls for Elijah Moore because he's not he's not going to be he's, if Aaron Rodgers goes there. You know how Aaron Rodgers likes to target his guys like he doesn't like the target, you know, the ancillary ancillary receivers. Yeah. And we, we probably we probably project, you know, Alan Lazard to be his favorite target. But even though Garrett Wilson is a much better player, you know, he's he wants to bring uh, obviously, he, he he got Alan Lazard, but he wants to bring in Randall Cobb. He wants to bring in Odell Beckham. He wants to bring in Mercedes Lewis. He wants to bring in all these guys. When you have a you have two you have two stud wide receivers already there, and you don't want anything to do with them. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, I don't I don't I don't know. I mean, it does. It, it's an upgrade for it's an it's an upgrade. But how much of an upgrade is it if Aaron Rodgers is, is not going to look his way, right? Yeah. I mean, if or as as much as we thought he was going to look his way. Um, of course, you know Garrett Wilson is, is is too talented to like not have any looks or any targets, any meaningful targets. But man, like it it is just so confusing why Aaron wants all those players when you got dudes already that can yeah <laughs> that can play. And some of them guys are washed on top of yeah. that. So yeah, we don't know what we don't know what to. I mean, I, I like OBJ as a player, but you don't know what he is after 
two ACL surgeries and 30 years old and you don't know what he want, what he's, what he's going to be. And so I don't know, man. And we, we, and we've seen Randall Cobb play over the last several years. He's, he's uh, just a guy, just a guy, yeah. Jag, just a guy. And then, you know, we have other, we have other uh, quarterbacks here, you know, Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo to the Raiders. Mm, that's not, okay. that's not an upgrade. Okay. Whatever. Uh, Taylor <laughs> Heineken to the, to the, to the Falcons. I mean, that's, He's going to be, I guess, in competition for, with Desmond Ritter. I think he's a mm-hmm. rich guy until they really get the guy they want, yep. which would probably be next year when they get in position to get Caleb Williams or Drake May or whoever. So, because uh, I think the Falcons are going to suck again. Well, actually, they didn't even suck that much. They, they were they were actually winning more games than I would I I would have you know I, I thought liked them. Well, yeah. I would have liked them to 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 win. They were actually winning a lot more games, or, or they were really pretty competitive in a lot of games. And the, and the the way that they were running their offense would lead you to believe that they just wanted to lose, right? <laughs> but they, <laughs> but it was actually working. <laughs> Oddly enough, it was actually working in a lot of games. You know, they I think there was a point in time, like late in the season, where they were in the mix to win the division. Yep. The the the, yep. the, the, the NFC South was so bad that. Uh, obviously, the, the Bucks ended up winning it at eight and nine, but the Falcons and the Panthers and the Saints—they were all in the divisional race. You know, a, a handful of games to go, and that just shows how bad the division was. So I think this year, um, the Falcons will actually suck, like really, really suck, and they'll hopefully get one of those top picks to get themselves in position to get a real quarterback. Jacoby Brissett to to the Washingtons. Um, I like it. I like it. Yeah, I, I would assume he's going to be the starter. Another bridge guy. I mean, I don't really believe in Sam Howell. I don't know why. I mean, he, he's already came out and said, like, hey, I never said that he's a starting quarterback. I said he's a quarterback that will be competing for the starting <laughs> for the starting job. So I imagine yeah. Jacoby Brissett being being the starter there. What do you think about what what's it do with the weapons that are there? Um, because you got you got F1, you got you got um Jahan. You got Jahan there, and then you got Curtis uh, Samuel that's still there also. So I mean, at the end of the day, F one is just going to be F one no matter who's throwing him the ball, right? Yep. I, I don't think there's any any quarterback that can come in and, and F one F one won't perform. And F one, we're talking about Terry McLaurin. Terry McLaurin will always perform against bad quarterback with, with bad quarterbacks. He's you know a bad quarterback proof player, much like DeAndre Hopkins was with those those shitty Texans quarterbacks. Um, you know DJ Moore for you know to you know to another extent, but yeah, like I, I think F one is fine. Um, but outside of that, I mean, Jahan Dotson, he was banged up a lot last year. He comes back in year two. We'll see what we get out of him. And I don't know who else is there from a from a, a pass catching standpoint that will actually make you know make some noise. I I, I do. It'd be interesting in terms of quarterback uh, tight ends because they got Logan Thomas. They got what was his name Bates. I can't remember his name. I mean, they got Jag tight ends. Oh, but Jess, the one uh, thing not went, Jesse Bates. Uh, Jeff. Yeah, I was gonna say the same thing, but it's not. Yeah, but Bates. But the one thing I that I, if you've noticed with Brissett, is that he loves throwing to the tight ends. So that'll be something to keep an eye on for sure because he peppered Gasecki with targets. He peppered uh, Najoku. Nujoku, and when Nujoku was hurt, he peppered Bryant. So it'd be interesting to see how that how that pans out over there. But I mean, we're both expecting Brissett to be the, be the guy there. Uh, we got Andy Dalton, uh, Bridge, another Bridge quarterback. I don't even think he starts. They probably probably start like two three games, and whatever quarterback they draft there, then that's going to be the guy. Yeah, that yeah, he's just a, a. I guess he'll serve as a mentor to the guy they draft, which, mm-hmm. which for all intents and purposes, it looks like it's going to be C.J. Stroud, which I think should be. It should be. He should be the number one pick uh, over Bryce Young. Bryce Young is small and not not really athletic. Um, Bryce Young is you know he he makes really really good throws. His tape is nice, but he's not athletic and he's small. And small quarterbacks in the NFL usually don't pan out. You're bet, basically betting on a Drew Brees type situation, and uh, so yeah, I, I don't, I'm not overly confident in Bryce Young, but I, I feel like C.J. Stroud is the, is the dude that needs to be the the, the coveted quarterback, so to speak. I, I, I what I what I feel like would be the case. Let's say C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young swapped helmet stickers every, on every single person's board. C.J. Stroud would be the number one pick. The unanimous 
number one pick, unanimous number one pick, because that Alabama, that Alabama helmet sticker, yeah, it 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 boosts you to the moon. It boosts a lot of people to the moon. It boosts a lot of people to the moon. If Mac, if if two years ago, if Mac Jones didn't have uh, an Alabama uh, Alabama helmet sticker, he wouldn't be a first round pick. I don't think he would have been. I don't think he would have gone 15 overall. He went to Alabama. You know, Alabama boosts you. So, um, but yeah, I digress. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to argue you there. Um, I mean, CJ has all the tools, so we'll see. We'll see what happens with that one. And then the last quarterback, I mean, Baker, Baker to Tampa Bay. Yeah. Who I cares? Mean, um, so anyways, yeah. <laughs> uh, on, on to running backs, running backs. It, it got a little interesting with running backs. The first one we're going to talk about, David Montgomery to the Lions, right? This is um, it. It's it drives a little stake into the heart of us DeAndre Swift truthers mm. like myself and many of my boys on Twitter. But uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm not overly fond of this move from the Lions because David Montgomery is an upgrade over Jamal Williams, in my yep. opinion. Uh, he's, he does more in the passing game, does more on third down, more, you know, he's more, he's, he's, again, he's a three down back. Um, it just, it just comes down to how much of, how much are they going to give DeAndre Swift? Because he's been banged up the last couple of years, shoulder injury, ankle injury, you know, whatever the case is, it's, it's always some sort of ding, but you know, when he gets the ball in his hands, he's electric, he's explosive, but man, like David Montgomery, like he can, he can carry the load. He, He can do a lot more a lot more than than run the ball in for from one yard than Jamal Williams did last year. Yeah, so. it's um it's very concerning, man. Um yeah. It's it's the question I've always been saying like maybe he's he's not even a question of statement. Maybe he's just not that guy that we that everybody wants him to be. Maybe he's just not it and the Lions see it and he's just, you know, he's just uh you know, give him 10 carries, getting 10 touches and that's it. Um like you said, he David David Montgomery can do it all, man. So three time wise, three, year, three years for eighteen million dollars. So that's he, he'll he'll be around for a little for at least a year, maybe two years. Um, yeah. I'll have to see what the dead money and the guarantees are, but I mean three for eighteen. I mean you you're probably guaranteeing him at least two years. And DeAndre Swift is, I think his he's his. I think he's a free agent next year or the, the year yep. after. It'll, yeah, the, it'll be after the, the next season since he wasn't a first round running back. After twenty twenty, so. after twenty twenty three, he's a free agent. Hmm. Oh man. Whew. Yeah, that'll be uh, that'll be an interesting one. That'll be an interesting one for sure. But yeah, this Dave Montgomery to to the Lions. I mean, look, it's their tandem backfield, right? It's it's good for the running game. It's good for their offense. I think you can. I think there's some value to be had there. Because I think now with the signing, there's going to be DeAndre Swift, you know, his ADP and you know, um, best ball is going to plummet just a little bit, maybe a couple mm-hmm. rounds, you know, and, and then David Montgomery is, is going to rise because they feel like he's going to be the starter and they know what they've seen from DeAndre Swift and his injury history. So they're going to use that to their advantage. But for me, I like to mind value. I'm going to wait for DeAndre Swift to continue to plummet. I'm going to keep drafting DeAndre Swift. If he if he falls to like the fifth round, potentially the sixth round, I'm going to draft him there every time because you get an explosive playmaker that late. You know, you, you can do you, you can do a lot worse at that point in time. Just the just to circle back on the contract situation. So, yeah, like we said, Swift is done after this year um, at the end of this season. And then Montgomery uh, he has an out uh, after 2025 season. If they wanted to get rid of him after, you know, after this year, it's a almost three million cap hit, almost nine million dead cap. Twenty four would be almost seven million cap hit, and it's about six and a half dead cap. So, I mean, technically, they could get rid of him anytime they wanted to. But for Swift, it's this is the this is the last year, probably his last year with Detroit, honestly. Sad telling times. Us without telling us. Sad times, man. Sad times. Yeah. The next backfield I want to touch on, uh, this should be quick, is the Dolphins. They brought everybody back. They were like, <laughs> yeah, let's let's run it back, Turbo, basically. And, uh, run that back, Turbo. <laughs> yeah. Um, what are we doing here, guys? <laughs> Miles Gaskin. <laughs> I mean, Miles Gaskin didn't even play last year. Right? Bro. <laughs> he didn't Bro. even play. Um Raheem Mostert, Jefferson, that's fine. I mean, look, they want to they want to run it back one more time, and they want to make a run. Look, look, these guys are all cheap. At least they didn't break the bank. 
uh, for yep. anybody. You know, they didn't they didn't go super expensive for the, any of these guys. So I guess that's we can give them a little a little pat on the back in that regard. But I mean, three you know three rotational backs. I mean, I guess that's how they want to continue to run their offense. And hey, I ain't mad at them. They they were pretty effective in, at at times. Um, they just they just couldn't stay healthy though. That that was the yep. that was the thing. Most most hurt, most hurt, always most hurt. <laughs> Uh, Jeff Wilson had his his fair share of injuries, so uh, but we'll see uh, what happens with you know this year when they run it back. For best ball purposes, would you be looking to you know touch any of these? Would you want to touch two of them, or how would you attack this? The cheapest guy, probably, um, but I I wouldn't even I wouldn't even look towards Miles Gaskin because he's probably not going to no. play that much. So out of Mostert and Jeff Wilson, I mean they're probably going in the double digit rounds anyway. So you can take a flyer on one of them. Yeah. Because um, as long it, as you're not getting a zero, yeah, you, you're not going to get. You're not. You're, not, you're, you're probably not going to get a zero from any of these guys on a given week. Because um, I know last year we we were really really high. At least I was relatively high on Chase Edmonds um, being you know the, the, yep. the primary guy, the primary pass catching back. And there was times where he just wasn't. He was just flat on not playing. Yeah, right? he was. He just wasn't playing at all. And I don't. I don't see that happening with Mostert or Jeff Wilson because they're both more capable runners. Than, than 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 Chase Edmonds, and so uh, and that's what you know Mike McDaniel wants to do um, with these two guys. That's how they. That's how he's going to deploy them as just pure running backs, and you know not in minimal work in the passing game. Although Mostert was in was in the game on third downs a lot, <laughs> playing over Chase Edmonds, and so um, you know he may use him a little bit more. But uh, but yeah, I, I, it's it's fine to take a flyer on one of these guys, you know, in the double digit rounds should they be available. Yeah. Especially if yeah. you, you want to round out your, your running back depth. Yep. I know this next one that we're going to talk about real quick got the people going for sure. It was uh, Rashad Penny to the Eagles. Um, you know, this is somebody that a lot of people I know, even myself, been holding out hope because when he's been healthy and played, dudes look, I mean, he's looked really good. But the problem with him, he's always hurt. Now you got him go to the Eagles with – uh, top five O line. Um, if he can stay healthy, then we should see something similar than what Sanders did um, last year. And we're already going to assume that he's going to assume the the first and second down back roll because Rashad Penny. Even though we've seen him catch the ball, we've seen how the Eagles deploy their running backs. He's the big. He'll be the biggest one in the room, so he's probably going to take the first and second down carries. And we've already seen them. Seen them resign uh, Boston Scott, the touchdown uh, sniper, for whatever the, reason. So the, the giant, the giant killer, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, what is your thoughts about Rashad Rashad Penny going to the Eagles? He got a one year, one point three five million dollar contract with six hundred k guaranteed. They signed him to nothing, like yeah. absolutely nothing. Like they gave him nothing, um, and they still may draft the running back. Yeah. So that so that backfield is. I mean, Rashad Penny, I mean, look, and that's a former first round pick. So he was, so he was essentially taking a pay cut. Bro. Just to stay in the league. <laughs> Bro, that's like a, a that's like a camp body contract. That's a camp body contract. I, I feel like if, if they draft the running back and he's like not performing in training camp, they can probably cut him. Yeah. Cut easy. him before the season. Especially yeah. if they, I mean, they could draft the guy, they can maybe sign another guy, right? I mean, let's, let's be real. I mean, that contract is, that's peanuts. That's yeah. literally peanuts. Your, his guarantees is less than a million dollars, and so yeah. uh, I mean, do, we have to we have to be looking at the possibility that he may not even be on the roster in week one. We yeah, may, so I'll may, be, be very cautious. Be very caught. Be very cautious. But I mean, they 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 feel like they they got a guy, a really talented guy for cheap, and that's you know that's the thought process now. But that contract, I mean, that they can get out of that easy. They don't have to. Yeah. You know, they're not obligated. They're not obligated to that <laughs> at all. <laughs> Um, but you know, it, it, it is, it, he's in a really good situation, a really good offense, you know, they're just plug plug in a running back and the Eagles love to run the ball. He's going to have a lot of, you know, wide open run lanes because Jalen Hurts is going to be freezing linebackers and Rashad Penny has the home run hitting speed as we saw multiple times in 2022 to take it to the crib. So yep. yeah, I, I like, I like the signing for the Eagles. I do. Yep. Next one, Shamaj P. Ryan to the Broncos. Um, I think this is a sneaky signing. Somebody that can definitely handle some of the workload if you need them to. Definitely on third down for sure. Um, we saw that they cut 
Chase Edmonds. I'm not sure who else they have in that backfield. We know, uh, we know uh, outside of Javante Williams. Yeah, Javante. We know he's recovering. Haven't heard any news about that, but we know he's recovering from his his tear from all uh, all his LCLs or PCLs and MCL in his knee. So uh, potentially, this could be someone that's starting the season as the the top back. So yeah, um, two years, seven point five million dollars, cheap, very cheap, real cheap. And we got some breaking news. Uh-oh, who we got? Alexander Madison is remaining with the Vikings on a two-year deal. <laughs> so, I know yourself. I know that's somebody that you loved. Um, definitely like him a lot and hoping that he was going to get a chance somewhere. Clearly, yeah. that's not going to happen. So, we'll see if uh, if they moved Alvin Cook because that's yeah. – they're saying that there's teams talking to the Vikings right now and they have some, some – some some compensation on the table, ready to acquire Dalvin Cook. Um, yeah. And it's just a matter of time of if, if they're going to pull the trigger or not. But well, that remains to be seen. He's a running back. He's going to be commanding at least double-digit uh, you know, dollars, hopefully. Uh, double-digit million dollars in you know in compensation. But we'll see what happens in the, in the coming weeks uh, as free agency uh, moves on. But Alexander Madison back with the Vikings two-year deal. Yeah, I mean fine he, he wants to back up dalvin cook they look if they they might have promised him that hey we don't think dalvin cook is going to i think we're going to ship off dalvin cook and you know he wouldn't have resigned with minnesota unless he really loves to be the backup <laughs> or he <laughs> promised more playing time maybe there he yeah. promised a more even split outside of that i don't if you're a free agent and you know you you, you want to show your true talents you, you got to go somewhere else to shut to, to shine but we'll yeah. see We'll see how yep. we'll see what happens with Dalvin Cook. Um, we got Travis Homer to the Bears, two years, four and a half million dollars. I don't, oh. I don't understand that <laughs> signing, whatever. But the but the big news today, well, there's a, you know the next three are pretty big, but the the big news today affects us as Cowboy supporters. Ezekiel Elliott finally released by the Cowboys, saves eleven million against the cap. I didn't think they'd do it to be honest, because the front the front office has shown us that hey, they're not. They don't prioritize winning, but it seems like there's a little bit of a changing of the guard right now. I'm not going to be too optimistic about it, but this is a step in the right direction. It means, look, we are, but we've already committed $11 million to a running back. We can't commit another 11, 12, $13 million to another running back. So we got to, we got to cut ties and, you know, Zeke, you know, 8,200 yards and 68 touchdowns in his seven seasons in Dallas. Awesome. Wish him well. Hopefully he catches on to a team and and maybe shows a little shows a little juice there. So, um, but yeah, thoughts on Zeke being cut? End of an era. About End time, era. About time. You know, like you said, it's it would be cap negligence if they kept both of them over ten million dollars. So, yeah, had to do it. Had to do it. Just had hate to see it. Had to see our boy go, but. Uh, but this also guy, means, can, on fan, from a fantasy standpoint, it is Tony Pollard RB one season. Yeah, man. S Z N. Uh, yeah, man. Um, how high you think he's gonna go ADP wise? You think he's top ten, top ten running back? Tony Pollard is already going. He was, I think he was already going in the top ten. Oh, the, the oh he last, was. I oh, think shoot. so. Or me, he was definitely top twelve. I'm sure top twelve. Let's see, running backs. Tony Pollard. Actually, no, he was going. Yep. He was he was the RB. This was like before the combine and before the draft. He was RB 13. I'm sorry, before the combine and before uh free agency started. He was RB 13 behind Bijan, Najee Harris, and Ramondre Stevenson. So so he'll definitely yep. be shooting up the the boards um into that top ten after his yep. deep release. And for for the record. For the people listening, this is this is based off underdog ADP, best ball ADP. So yeah, definitely this was pre, and, the, and the one that I read off of was just was pre combine and pre free agency. So that was like at the beginning of March. And yeah. so um, obviously things have changed since then, and we'll be updating you guys um, throughout um, throughout the off season as we as we do more best ball drafts and on underdog, talk through our strategies, talk through a lot of ADP movements, and just talk through a lot of other trends that we're seeing. Um, with with how these players are being drafted and what kind of you know the roster constructions and things of that nature, but more on that for sure throughout the off season. Uh, again, um, you know we're we're excited to you know to partner with you know to to partner with Underdog Fantasy this uh, twenty twenty three season. 
Jamal Williams, the to- the touchdown vulture, three year deal with the Saints. What you think about that, man? I think three years is a uh, you know three years is a long time for somebody that's already like twenty six, twenty seven. Uh, but what do you think about that? Three years, twelve million dollars. I mean, it's not it's not much, but no. he's. I mean, it, I think he's a, a a pretty good compliment to Alvin Kamara. Um, if Alvin Kamara gets served any time, then Jamal Williams is going to be the starter, right? He's going to be the starting running back, and he's a perfect back for New Orleans. So I think he's he he can he can definitely carry the load. Uh, um, he, we've seen him do it. we saw him do it with Detroit last year, um, especially with DeAndre Swift hurt, DeAndre Swift being banged up. And so I think Jamal, this is a pretty good signing for the Saints. Under very one of the more underrated signings um, of the offseason so far. Yep. He'll be, he's a younger Mark Ingram. Yeah, basically <laughs> 17 touchdowns last year, although 12 of those are probably like from one yard out, but he still scored those touchdowns. So can't take, can't take too much away from him in that regard. <laughs> yep. The last running back we want to touch on is Miles Sanders to the Panthers. Oh, something that we already knew. We already knew that he was going to be, we already foresaw that he was going to be leaving. Didn't think this was going to be the landing spot, but what you think about this? It's a good move, man. Um, this signals that the the Panthers are trying to make make life easier on their new quarterback, on, on yep. basically CJ Stroud. Like they're they're signed, they signed Miles Sanders, they signed, they even signed tight end Hayden Hayden Hurst. That's not that's that's actually an underrated signing as well. Uh, he played well for Cincinnati last year. Um, they're 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 putting them some some veteran veteran pieces around. Um, who else? Who else did they sign? they signed a wide receiver? I can't remember who who they signed. Um, I know they traded DJ Moore, and we'll talk about DJ Moore here in a second. But um, they signed a veteran wide receiver, I believe. I'm trying to think, I don't know if they signed anybody. Maybe they haven't signed anybody yet. Maybe that's maybe that's what I saw. It's like that they were interested in Adam Thielen, but they hadn't signed him yet. But nonetheless, it seems like the direction that they're, that they're going is to surround um, CJ Stroud or whoever quarterback they draft with some veteran pieces. So the next year, when they actually suck. Um, they'll have that they can draft some some guys high, um, and then you know, continue. And then and plus, uh, I think I I think I read something about their their uh, their cap situation in twenty twenty four. Like they have no they have like no dead money, and they have a shit ton of cap space. It'd be it's over one hundred and fifty million in cap. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's crazy. It's <laughs> crazy. Like it is a lot. <laughs> a lot of cap space. So yeah, they're, they're going to be sitting pretty um, in 2024 um, off season. Um, definitely. So they'll just have yeah, a suck this year. They'll, they'll take their lumps and 2024. I mean, their defense is already pretty good right now. They add some pieces on offense. Look out, look out. Panthers are a team to watch in 2024, especially if they get the quarterback, right? They got to get the quarterback right. First offensive line, it should be. I mean, I think their offensive line is pretty decent uh, right now. So, you know, again, they can they can add some pieces there and just, just look out. Carolina could be a, a, a thing in 2020. What's going on, people? On behalf of Off the Line Fantasy Football Podcast and Destination Devi, we are excited to make this announcement and that we are partnering with Underdog Fantasy for the 2023 season. That's right, Underdog Fantasy. Using the code OTLFF, you get 100% deposit match of up to $100. Guys, please sign up. Underdog Fantasy, 2023 season, Destination Devi, we are taking over. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, so let's now move on to wide receivers. The first one, obviously, is the you know the big news that kicked off the pre-free agency, uh, pre pre NFL draft. The number one overall pick, we saw it get moved to the Panthers from the Bears, and DJ Moore was part of the deal. So we got DJ Moore now to the Bears. Um, what do you think about that move? I know we've seen we've seen. The Bears, what they're doing, they've been tooling up that defense for sure. They're trying to, you know, this was a really savvy move because we've been talking throughout the whole offseason about how bad this wide receiver 
free agency class was going to be. And they did the smart thing. They're like, hey, let's, you know, let's finesse this in our favor. Let's go get a weapon um, in the, you know, bundled up with the mix of that first round pick. They found a team that, that had a, a number one option that's pretty good uh, with, you know, being really good with terrible quarterbacks. Now you got DJ in a situation where potential this quarterback could be the, you know, the best one he's played with. We'll see. But this has a lot of potential to look really good for, for everybody involved. So what are your thoughts about this? What, what are my thoughts on this? Is, <laughs> is the question you're asking me, what are the thoughts? What are my thoughts? My thoughts, Deniston, Aller, Lever, Moore, Jr. has been freed. he has been freed and he's going to a place and pairing with a quarterback that I also qualify for truther status on with Justin Fields so two truthers connecting on deep passes in 2023 chef's kiss baby Chef's (laughs) chef's kiss the most talented quarterback he's ever played with by far Let's look at the quarterbacks. I mean, you can just you can just run them down. Sam Darnold. We don't Kyle need to. Allen, we don't need to. DJ Walker. It's a, it's a graveyard. Dead arm Cam Newton. Cam Newton, love you, Cam. You're the yeah. you were one of the best players in uh in Panthers history. But when you by the time you got to DJ Moore, your arm was pretty much shot, buddy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I'm excited to see this combination. That Bears offense, man, they're actually kind of tooling up a little bit. They may even draft yep. another guy. They may even they yep. may they may even go JSN, right in the first round. Maybe if they it's trade good. back some more, trade back some more, get get some more picks. They could go JSN, right? At you know JSN, Darnell Mooney, DJ Moore. I'm not even going to mention Chase Claypool, but let's go ahead and throw Chase Claypool in there. Why? Why not? Cole commit. Cole Cole commit. Cole. What about some? What about some Villas Jones? Cole commit. I mean, and we got we got <laughs> we got Khalil Herbert in the backfield, right? I mean, who knows? They could probably go. They probably could draft a running back in the second, third round. Yep. And this is a pretty good, decent running back class. Not the best, but a pretty decent one. Uh, I think there's some depth there. There's some there's some gems to be had late. You know, later yeah. later uh, you you could probably look at a you know a Chase Brown or a Sean Tucker or a Ty J Spears or you know guys like that. You know, later on if you're if you if you don't want to you know take a running back too high. Um, the first round or top of the second round. So they have like, I think they have three picks between like 63 and 54 or uh, 54 and 63. They have three picks. Yeah. So they, they're, they're going to, for all intents and purposes, they're going to use one of those picks on a running back. I, I, I feel like, I feel like that's um, a, a possibility, but you know, I love this move for the bears, love for DJ Moore, love for Justin Fields and the bears. I mean, they're, they're, they're going to make some noise because it, for all intents and purposes, uh, Aaron Rodgers is vacating the the, the the NFC North, and you know obviously the Lions are looking pretty good, you know with their with their weaponry and things of that nature. In Minnesota, we don't know what to expect out of Minnesota. They you know faltered in the first round in the playoffs last year. They still have Cousins and Jefferson and Cook, so they still have that 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 offensive nucleus there. But Chicago, they're going to be very formidable, and they're going to be a tough out for anybody that they they go up against. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, I, I like this move for for Justin Fields for sure. DJ Moore. I mean, like I said, we'll see in terms of you know how it, how it actually pans out because you did name some other weapons that are there that they're they're pretty good themselves. So we'll see in terms of production wise how this how this works out for him fantasy wise. But I think this has the potential for him to you know at least score more than four touchdowns. So there's that. He scored seven <laughs> last year, by the way. Why you yeah, why you were hating? I know, but I'm just saying, maybe he can, you know, make it a streak of more than just one year of not scoring four touchdowns. All right, that's fair. That's fair. Next wide receiver, Alan Lazard to the Jets. We talked about this earlier. Where's that sound bite? Where's that sound bite that uh, that, that wrestler MJF had? Mid! (laughs) Mid! Uh, very mid. Um, that, that is what this signing is. It's very, very mid. Yeah, very mid. Fantasy wise, I don't even know what this even does. Honestly, there's other weapons there. I don't know how this is all going to work out. I mean, at least he's a good blocker. He's he's an all right wide receiver, but wheels, wheels up for Brees Hall. Then Brees yeah. Hall, Michael Carter. 
they got, they, got, they, got another, they, they got another blocker on the outside. So when they, yeah, no. <laughs> when they get to the second level, you know Alan Lazar is going to lock them up. Outside of that, I don't really, I don't really have much else to say about this. Um, don't have, don't see again. I don't see the appeal for Alan Lazar. He's a wide receiver four, and you're giving giving him eleven million dollars a year. All right, I mean, it just doesn't make sense. And then, you know, and then two other wide receivers signed for the similar deals. Um, to that, to, to Alan Lazard and Juju Smith-Schuster signed signed with the Patriots, and Jacoby Myers signed with the Raiders, and they both signed for the, basically the exact same dollar amounts. Um, yep. I think give or take a year or two, or maybe they both signed three for thirty. Oh, they you know what they, they both, both signed did. three for thirty-three. Yep. They so sure did. so <laughs> Jacoby Myers leaves to go to the Raiders <laughs> from the Patriots, three for thirty-three, and they sign another guy to the same contract. That's basically not even an upgrade over him. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Man. If anything, you can say it's a slight downgrade based on where these two are kind of going in their careers. You can yeah. probably say it's a kind of a downgrade, or at at best a wash, right? At best yeah. a wash. And so you know, again, they both of these teams, at least at least on the well, maybe on the Raiders side, wide receiver is not really a need. For them now, because they have Devontae Adams, they got Jacoby Myers, they got Hunter Renfro on the slot. I know they did. I know they did just trade uh, Darren Waller, who we'll talk about here in a second. Um, but they don't have a tight end on the roster, so they'll have to look at getting a tight end, either either via draft or free agency. So that remains to be seen there. And then the Patriots wide receiver is still in need because they're they're at the same position that they were prior to free agency started. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, what do you think about these two guys? This doesn't even really move the needle for me either one. So we can just move on to tight end. Jonu Smith gets traded from the from the Patriots to Atlanta. Um, um, at least he gets to go back to Arthur Smith. I know he had one successful season with them. Outside of that, Jonu Smith is just an athletic blocking tight end. It maybe this frees up this frees up. Uh, Call Pitts a little bit more, but outside of that, I don't get this one um, at all. And they took on his contract. His contract is it's bad too. Yeah, they took on a yeah. bad contract, so I, I don't get that move at all. I mean, I mean, the only thing that makes sense is to your point, reuniting with Arthur Smith. But outside of that, I don't really see a reason why this trade was even made and why you would even want to take that contract on. Um, mm. Kyle Kyle Pitts deserves better because if they're trading for another athletic tight end. And they actually use him. Like imagine, imagine if it's Kyle Pitts the one that's blocking, and John o. Smith is the one that's going on pass routes. I would throw up. <laughs> I think all of I think all of the fantasy community will throw up. Yeah, I'll be asking for Arthur Smith to resign right then and there. I mean, my, people were asking for him to do to resign last year. Yeah, uh, because I, it was it was a criminal how he was treating Kyle Pitts like he was a blocking tight end, and then they had. Um, I don't know, Parker Hesse catching passes yeah. over him or McCole, McCole Pruitt catching Bro. touchdowns. <laughs> and Kyle Pitts was just not. He was he was a blocker and while those guys ran around. So like it, it was it was it was terrible. I don't I, I didn't get it. Yeah. Uh for John Smith contract, they have an out after this this next season where zero zero dead cap. Okay, so, so I guess it's a one year whatever. Yeah, basically. What are they proving? What what is he proving? And what are they <laughs> renting him for a year? Why are they why are they renting him for a year? That doesn't yeah. make any sense. <laughs> None. Yeah. Yeah. I don't but get a trade but a trade that does make sense. Darren Waller got traded to the Giants for a third round pick. I loved it. Loved it for the Giants. Tool you know, tools them up um to 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 try to compete for in the in the NFC East. They did make the playoffs last year. They got boat raced by Philly, but they they re-signed Daniel Jones. They franchised Saquon Barkley. They finally got rid of Kenny Galladay. So, you know, that's I'm sure Giants fans are rejoicing rejoicing in that regard. Uh, they re-signed. I think who they, they re-signed Sterling Shepard. I think he is still coming off of a torn ACL, so he'll be yep. a little bit slow out of the blocks in 2023. But that you know they they're tooling up, and maybe they can go grab another receiver in the draft, or maybe get another veteran guy. And that that offense is not it's not bad, and we saw some we saw some uh, some some strides from uh, Isaiah Hodgins. He came on towards the end of the season last year, and so um, you know I, I like this move for for the Giants. gives gives them a field stretching tight end. 
uh, provided he stays healthy. I'm sure. I, I think Darren Waller does have some juice left. I know you're a big Darren Waller truther, and yep. I'm sure you couldn't wait to talk about this. So we're gonna leave, we're yep. gonna give the floor to you. Um, I mean, I like the move, man. You know, you named some of the weapons, but none of those weapons are better than Darren Waller. So of course not. I believe take on should be the. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm pass catching weapons. He's he's by far the best out of anybody that they've resigned and have on the roster. So I would hope that he's being used as like the number one pass passing pass catching option. And maybe maybe he, he can get back to well, a couple of years ago where he was what tight end one, tight end two, tight end two, where he mm-hmm. would just destroyed the league. Hopefully we can see that come back. Just we want to see him healthy, man. Um in terms of fantasy wise, in terms of his rankings, I don't think this I don't think this moves because once you start getting down to what tight end four, five, six, it's just like a a cluster of a bunch of guys that depend on touchdowns and that's it. So he's pretty much like him and Goddard, you know, Hawkinson. They're pretty much the tier break from from those elite guys. And you go to the next tier, you got you got people like Darren Waller. So I mean he, I think he can still stay in that range for sure. So I like the move for sure for for a team that needs needs pass catching weapons, and they got him for cheap, man. I mean, they basically got the third that they traded from they got from the Kansas City to get to get rid of Tony, and they just gave it to Darren Waller. So that's a win, man. Yeah, that's a win. Yeah, they flipped it. It's a it's a it's a it's a, it's a positive. It's a positive yeah. net positive for the Giants. So like like the move. And then, I mean, there's there hasn't been really much movement in in in, in, in tight end land and free agency. It's usually the position that you don't really see them. The, you see the least amount of activity. I know some guys that are still available. We got Dalton Schultz. He's still available. Obviously, the Cowboys aren't going to resign him. And mm-hmm. I, the last thing that I saw was that the Chargers are interested in signing him. So potentially, of course, yeah. I mean, I think that was like the number one destination that a lot of us foresaw. And so I think it's only a matter of time before he signs with the Chargers just to reunite with Kellen Moore. Um, gives Justin Justin uh, Herbert a uh, you know a safety blanket there. So uh, I would like that fit for 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 Dalton Schultz, but I don't I don't know if I see any other uh, really really good fits that stand out. I mean, what do you think? I, I, that's probably the only one that I can kind of really see. Yeah, I mean. I was gonna say the Raiders, but I don't think I don't think the Raiders would be inclined to to do that. Even for the Chargers, I think you know outside of working with with the coordinator, Kellen Moore, why would the Chargers do that when they were just in cap hell? They had to get a bunch of people to the restructure just to sign, just to overpay for a, a tight end that can barely move, and and you still got Jared Everett on the on the on the roster right now. So um, it would be I don't know. Just for me, it doesn't make sense why the Chargers would do it. But I mean, if that's what they want to do, that's if that's when they want to want to spend their money on, then okay. I can't think of any other place, honestly, to where he would go that would make sense. The Raiders, I mean, like we said, they don't have a tight end on the roster. Yeah, um, but he, I think I think I think the issue with Dalton Schultz is that his his asking price is probably a little too high, and I don't yeah. think anybody's going to pay what I think he's probably asking in maybe seven, eight million dollars a year or something along those lines. Maybe ten so million dollars. Probably double digits. Remember, he was franchise. Yeah. The franchise was like eleven. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he's probably asking for like double digits. I don't. I don't think anybody's going to pay him that. And so he might, or he might even, he might take like a one-year deal with that amount again, another prove-it deal, and then yeah. try to cash in next year. But you know, he's he's going to be a year older and a year less athletic. So <laughs> and he's a, a, a sub athlete that's not athletic. Uh, you know, and you know, a year older. So, good good luck with that, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Wishing well. Had some, you know, <laughs> had four four pretty good years, four four decent years in Dallas, especially the last couple of years, really yep. productive. But hey, we we're not we're not paying those we're not paying the five. We ain't nope, pay, we, we, should, we no. ain't paying the five. <laughs> not the five, no, nope, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know, there's a lot of free agents that still that are still out there. Um, but not only free agents, but Players that have been whose names have been floated out, floated around, floated about in trade talks like DeAndre Hopkins and then both Broncos receivers. So I feel like KJ Hamler, all three, all three of them. Yeah. 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 The only one. Hell, if Kate, if uh, if Tim Patrick wasn't coming off of an ACL injury, he'd be on the block, too. (laughs) Yeah. So they're trying to trade. They're trying to get as many recoup as many draft picks as possible because they, they still feel like they're. 
they 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 need some pieces to to compete because they 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 gave it all up for Russell Wilson and Sean Payton. So they don't have I don't think how many draft picks do they have? Like one or two? Not, not enough. <laughs> not enough. Not even remotely close to it being enough. And so it's yeah, it's I don't I don't blame them for shopping their their you know Jerry Judy and Corlin Sutton. So maybe they can I think the the asking price for 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 Jerry Judy is at least the one first round pick. There maybe we'll see if a team will bite because if they get a first round pick, I mean hey at least they 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 break even on their investment right because um, if you you draft them in the first round, you get a first rounder back. You know that's I that's ideal for you know for especially for him. But Corlin Sutton, I mean he may. I don't know what the, what his asking price is. I think I would probably go. I would probably go for Cortland Sutton, especially because yeah. he's going to be cheaper. You don't want to. You, you don't want to give up a, a first round pick for for Jerry Judy, especially when you're going to have to probably pay him in you know in, in eighteen months. So yep. I would rather go for Cortland Sutton, who's probably going to not cost you a first round. It'll probably cost you like maybe a third, maybe a fourth, maybe a fourth. Um, but. In terms of the free agents, though, I mean, we have Odell Beckham Jr. He's probably going to take his time picking a team. You know, we'll we'll see how 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 much you know how how much he's really back. I don't know. I think the jury's yeah. still out on that. And then we got DJ Chark. DJ Chark, who I, uh, is a guy that I expected to be signed like relatively early on, but we haven't really seen much activity or much traction from him uh, from him and his camp. I don't know if if you've seen any rumors about any teams being interested. I haven't seen anything. I haven't seen anything. Same with McCall Hardman. Um, I know. I know he he's got a speed element. He may go for cheap somewhere um, just to show that he can actually play receiver, <laughs> not just be like a gadget guy or return specialist, but he can actually play receiver. So he'll he's he's gonna probably take like a, a you know a small a small deal for like one year to prove that he can play. And then as I mentioned earlier, uh, Adam Thielen is interest uh or the panthers are interested in adam thielen so they're just again they're trying to surround their their their, their number one overall quarterback with veteran talent and we'll see what happens yeah man um we'll see what happens with you know we talked about d hop we'll see i know that he's being floated around i know the cowboys have been in there we but we know how that's gonna go it's gonna mean nothing um yeah, so I'm, I'm i'm not even though they've made some some pretty good moves so far not not overly optimistic that we're gonna get we're gonna land uh, DeAndre Hopkins, but we'll see, man. We'll see. Also got Kareem Hunt that's still floating out there. I know people people were holding out hope for him to do something in fantasy the last two years. He ain't really done squat, so we'll see what the market looks like for him. But like you said before, there's a lot of a lot of depth in the the NFL draft coming up for these running backs. A lot of a lot of different types of running backs that can do a bunch of different things and you'll be able to get them for cheap. So uh, it might be a while for some of these running backs that are still floating out there to, to, to get a job for sure. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we're at the end of the show. And again, like we talked about in the middle of the show that we are now partnered, everybody under the destination Dave, we're partnered with underdog. So if you're interested in playing best ball, I know we're going to be, really diving in this during this offseason playing a lot of best ball drafts maybe we'll even do some private rooms where we'll you know play you know do a draft with some people that that listen to us and you know compete against us or whatnot that you know just kind of have some fun with it and we kind of talk through our process in terms of why we draft how we're drafting what we're drafting trying different strategies to build a a diverse portfolio of of different teams and builds or whatnot so again uh, you'll be able to if you uh, listen to the show, you can go to the description. You'll be able to click the link. Uh, the promo code is OTLFF. You know, 100% match up to $100. So, you know, go ahead and tap in with us. Um, also, make sure y'all tap into the All Gas newsletter that drops every Friday morning at 7 a.m. You can catch that on the, on the Destination Devi handle on Twitter. So if you're not tapped into that, you can subscribe to that and get those every Friday. As always, you can follow me on, on Twitter at Fantasy Jeans. That's G-E-N-E-S. I get just underscore oh nine and our official Twitter handle at off the line FF. We'll make sure to drop the the under the underdog promo link and everything in, on on our Twitter handle also. So I got anything before we get out of here? Nah, man, this is a dope show. Um, we're we're probably gonna see some more free agency news to happen as soon as we get off the you know as soon as we get off the mics. Um, but yeah, this is an exciting time. You know, football activity is starting to pick back up. 
I know there was a little bit of a lull after the Super Bowl, but, you know, with the combine and free agency and then the draft is next month. So um, things are going to think wheels are in motion. So we're uh, we're we're going to be we're going to be capturing it all throughout the offseason. Yes, sir. Y'all be safe. 